0: If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? With Stamps.com, you can compare rates, print labels, access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. I mean, we all know dealing with the holiday shipping stuff is a huge pain in the butt. Personally, I have been sending out a lot more stuff this year since we're not going to see our families in person. But, you know, if you're selling online or you're running an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you time, money, and a lot of stress. And frankly, that's worth it. You can access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without actually taking a trip. You can get discounts that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can get 40% off of USPS rates and up to 76% off UPS. If you're running a business, saving 76% on your shipping is a huge, huge win. So instead of going to the post office, you can, you know, not. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is like taking the stairs instead of an elevator. If you're going up a floor or two or mailing a package or two, yeah, sure, why not? If you're going to be going up and down 30 flights of stairs a day, it's really not worth it. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with your mailing and shipping, Stamps.com is going to be a lifesaver. You'll save time, you'll save money, you're going to start wondering why you didn't start doing it sooner. So, if you want to save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com, go to Stamps.com and sign up using the promo code POD, that's P-O-D. It's a special offer that includes a four-week trial, you get free postage, and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments, there's no contracts. You just go to stamps.com, you click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code POD. That's P-O-D. And now, on with the show. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say At the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve, and your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, so we're going to start this one out by, I want to take the time to remind you guys, if you're listening to this on drop day or the week it came out, you still have time to get signed up for Jason Stapleton's Discover 2022 event. It's a, a virtual workshop where... This man is going to give you time and help you work and develop your concepts and your talents, your skills, the things you enjoy so you can work on establishing financial independence. So you can work on getting towards being actually free and being able to do the things you want, monetizing your ideas and your concepts. This is a great opportunity. This is a very good chance to get some good information from people who have already successfully done these things. So... I'm gonna put the show the link in the show notes again you still got a few days it's Saturday December 11th it's a three hour th- session you really I cannot stress enough how much I think you should be taking advantage of this and also don't forget to check out the nomad network too it's a it's it's a really great resource if you are serious about trying to get your your ideas off the ground and get your digital ideas on track links will be in the show notes check it out all right so on to the meat and potatoes of what we're going to be talking about today I recently, a little while back, I set up a TikTok account, which I said I wasn't going to do. I spent a long time going, I really, I hate social media by and wide. It does not help my mental state. It does not make me feel better about the people in this world. It's not a good look for me, but I did it because somebody I wanted to support had asked you know, people to check out their new TikTok channel. And so I did, and I finally decided I'm actually going to start playing around with it and kind of fell down a rabbit hole of it for a while, and I I don't know how the logarithms work on this thing. I have finally started seeing stuff I actually want to see on the recommendations page for it, uh, things I actually appreciate and approve of. But I've also seen a lot of stuff that just kind of burns my ass, stuff that irritates the shit out of me, because it's a lot of this really sanctimonious, self-righteous, preachy, judgy early 20s white kids that need to shut the fuck up. They really, I know they think they're doing good things for the world, but they're so fucking ignorant, and it's painful to listen to. And part of the problem is they're they're so swaddled in this self-righteousness that they are convinced that they somehow figured out everything that's fucked up with the world, and they're... I, I, One of the things I've seen that actually makes me laugh is I've seen a lot of people my age, the Gen X crowd, where it's like, you little bitches don't understand who you're fucking with, and that's very true i think and i've seen a couple statements where it's like gen x people addressing all the shitheads that are running things all the geriatric old fucks who control the world and telling them that they're trying to force this shit down people's throats, and the assholes that are trying to run the country into the ground that they're doing it to the wrong generation they should have waited till more of us were dead and that then the, the, and the generation behind us was our age because they're a lot more easy to manipulate which is true and they're a lot more prone to having sympathy towards the bullshit that they're being fed which is also true and it got me to thinking about something that that a lot of people are going to say is you know a very partisan stance or a really right-wing stance and here's the thing i am not by any stretch of the imagination is a right-leaning person or a left-leaning person i'm a very centrist individual the problem is the radical left keeps moving the goalposts and what was considered centrist is now considered right wing because to them it's not moving with them. It's not becoming more extreme and it's not becoming more radicalized. And again, like I said, my problem is all these like spoon fed asshole twenty year olds that seem to think they're they have some in divine right to a to lecture their elders, which is not only is it disrespectful, but you're fucking young, you don't know shit, and you need to shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm sure I was an arrogant sack of shit in my early 20s, too. But on the other hand, I also knew enough not to be mouthing off to my parents about it. So, it's just, there's a failing in the system. And some of that's on us. We raised these little bastards, and somehow, uh, so many people my age were trying to overcompensate for some bullshit that they raised these pathetic sacks of shit. And so I see these people making their little videos and they're they're trying to go viral and trying to get followers and trying to lecture and posture and act like they're these, you know, super wise beings that we should all be listening to. And they don't realize how completely they've dived in and drank the Kool-Aid and bought into narratives that are absolute and utter horseshit because they are trying to preach from the moral high ground. But everything they are saying is divisive and turns people against people instead of. It's all, it's all kind of buying in, and this is all going to sound kind of tinfoil hatty to anybody who doesn't agree with it. But you're buying into the narrative you're being fed, and it takes, it's a distraction. It takes the attention off of where the problems are. It takes the t- problem, attention away from what is actually causing people's lives to be shitty and stupid. And one of the biggest things I've been seeing recently, which, again, pisses me off to no end if you're a person of us of a ethnicity that is different than mine or a person that is identifies differently than I do and you have something to say I am going to give you a little more credit than some waspy little white kid who's going to sit here and lecture me about how fucking insensitive I am or how wrong my thoughts and my opinions are you know what the fuck do you know shut up Brandon you little fuck but the thing that really kind of stuck in my craw this week as I'm looking at it is I want to take a few minutes to address this. You need to stop with all this cultural appropriation bullshit. And I'm not saying stop culturally appropriating things. I'm saying stop trying to call shit out as cultural appropriation. There, Yes, sometimes that happens. But there's a difference between cultural appropriation and just kind of melding and the, as long as you're trying to foster these divisions i don't know how many times people have to say this but if you're telling somebody they can't do something or feel something or enjoy something because of the color of their skin that makes you a fucking racist it doesn't matter if you're saying it to white people to black people to indians to asians to and to indigenous peoples of wherever you're looking at to whatever group you're trying to say if you try and tell somebody they can't do something because of how they look You're a fucking racist. The end. Now, here's my problem with all these assholes that are crying and whining about cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation is trying to take something without giving any credit to where it came from and to claiming it as your own. That's not the same thing as taking something, appreciating it for what it's worth, and incorporating it into your life. If you really want to make the world a better place, if you really want us all to get along better, if you really want everyone to be equal... You should be encouraging people to live new experiences, to add new information, new data, new skills, new appreciations into their lives. That is where equality and unity will come from, not from telling people they can't have things because of what they look like. Basically, everything I say, do, or act like is either a product of my personal experiences or the things I enjoy. It has nothing to do with trying to act like some other group. It has nothing to do with trying to be some other group. It's the things I like. It's the things I enjoy. The kind of foods I like to eat. That's not a cultural appropriation. I'm not appropriating another culture because I happen to like to prepare dishes that are traditionally a certain, from a certain area or a certain group. That means I am a bro- have a broad enough palate to say, hey, this is good too. I don't have to stick to eating boiled fucking potatoes or whatever other shit you think white people should be eating. Get fucked. Everybody should be having more flavor in their life. And if you're new here, this is going to be where I tell you, go back and check out the back catalog. You will understand real quickly after you listen to a few of my episodes, I am all about inclusion. I am all about acceptance. As long as the things you're asking to be accepted for don't harm anybody else. I will never accept a pedophile. I will never accept somebody who is domestically abusive, I don't think those people are okay. Those people are fucking scum. Attacking the innocent, attacking the ones who cannot defend themselves, attacking people that you're supposed to care about basically renders you subhuman in my book, and that will never change. And that's not in regards to any orientation or any identification or any kind of general thing that does not harm anyone else any way you want to feel about yourself I don't care about your ethnicity I don't care about your creed I don't care about your gender identity if you take advantage of children if you take advantage of people that you are supposed to care about you're a piece of shit if you are abusive to people that love you you fucking suck it's not like a sh- an area where there's shades of grey it's yes or no red light green light you treat people badly that care about you, you're garbage. And in the spirit of being inclusive, that's why I think this ridiculous shit of constant cultural appropriation complaints is fucking dumb. We're not supposed to be trying to encourage division between people. You don't grow and evolve and change and become better by trying to eliminate experience And by restricting influences and saying you can't have this or you shouldn't have this, that's fucking stupid. And a lot of people who want to say this thing are trying to do it under the guise of being proud of the ethnicity that they are complaining about that is being appropriated. And it's being done in such a manner where if somebody that looked like me tried to say those sorts of things about their ethnicity or anything they felt was being appropriated, It would instantly be labeled racist. And I have a problem with dual standards. They don't see a hint of irony in saying this, like, oh, well, you're racist because your ancestors did this, so now you can't have X, Y, and Z. That is a completely divisive mindset. It is racism writ large, but they don't want to call it out. You don't heal hate with hate. You don't decrease division with more division. We should be all trying to say, look, our culture has cool things. Come enjoy them with us. We should all be willing to embrace people that want to learn about other things. This like standoffish, that's not for you bullshit, that's not going to end up in a good place. It really isn't. And anybody who pushes the narrative that it is has an agenda, and they will benefit from it more than society will. Understanding has never been a bad thing for a culture to have, for a society to have, for a people to have. All of this shit stops us from being able to be as cool as humanity should be at this point. We should, we should be living in the future. It should be the future where we just see each other as people. I've said it so many times, and it just makes me sick that these people think they're doing some kind of justice. They think they're making the world a better place by keeping us apart by keeping us from agreeing with each other from loving each other from embracing each other from saying look at all the cool shit we could be doing if we all just got on the same fucking page and the problem is it's being preached with this attitude of terms of absolutes no compromise no surrender our way is right and if you don't get on board with it you are the problem you are bad you are the bad guy that it's never never going to work it's never going to be accepted It's never going to be right because fundamentally it's not a good look. And I really, I don't know how people have this disconnect where they think they're doing some sort of justice or some sort of something right by trying to turn people against each other. It's everything they want to complain about that is being done to one group, just being turned back on everybody else. And it's fucking ridiculous. Just the amount of sanctimonious, self-righteous horseshit that is behind all of this stuff. And I see examples of it that just drive me nuts. I see people that are sitting there saying that if you don't identify with what they think is right, you are somehow automatically a horrible person. I've seen people on the far left who are supposedly speaking, on behalf of all the shit-on people in America, all the minorities in America, whatever narrative it is, they're telling themselves to try and justify their horseshit attitude. And when people that fit the mold of whoever it is they're supposedly standing up for don't agree with them, they are attacked worse than the white people get attacked. It's fucking ridiculous. I I mean, maybe it's just because the way my mind works... I believe that hatred is a tool and it should be honed and used appropriately. But there are good reasons to hate things and there are bad reasons to hate things. And hating shit that these assholes are preaching to hate is fucking destructive and useless and counterproductive. Instead of using it like a scalpel to try and excise bad shit, we should hate pedophiles. Nothing you can say is going to convince me otherwise. If you are... A person who is attracted to minors and you act on that, you are a piece of fucking filth. You are damaging and destroying another person. Now, if you have intrusive thoughts, which is a thing, and you don't act on them and you know they are wrong and you want to seek help and you want to seek counseling, at least you have some sort of moral core and some sort of moral fiber and you want to get help. And hopefully you find the counseling before you act on these horrible things and you cross that line into you should go into a fucking chipper shredder. That is yeah that is a terrible destructive thing. It's okay to hate something like that. Something like that does not deserve to be normalized. It it needs to be excised. It needs to be gotten rid of. It is not a good thing. It causes established proven damage to its victims. And yes, that's a that's what a victim is. Someone who cannot defend themselves, someone who cannot protect themselves from something fucking horrible happening to it. Someone who has lasting damage. Someone whose quality of life is completely destroyed. They will have repercussions where they, how their behavior and their interactions with other people will be tainted by this experience for the rest of their lives. If your feelings are hurt because somebody said something and it made you cry, you're not a victim. If you are consistently and regularly emotionally abused by someone who's supposed to love and care for you, yeah, then you're a victim. That is a victim. A victim is not somebody who overheard something that they didn't agree with and now they have to go in a safe space and cry. That is somebody who's soft and weak and, frankly, kind of pathetic. If you place that much value on someone else's opinion of you that you feel they need to be stopped at all costs because they are damaging your fragile self-identity, you really need to stop and sit down and have a good think about you. That's a you problem. That's not a the rest of the world problem. And these are the fragile, weak-natured, poorly-constituted individuals who want to eliminate everything that they don't agree with because they don't have the coping skills to function as a normal functioning human being with things they don't agree with. They, they never learned how to lose. They never learned how to respect other people's opinions. They never learned how to hold, a st- hold more than one thought in their mind. And they think since they can't process it and they can't handle it, it shouldn't exist. And we seem to have forgotten that too. And that goes back to this whole, well, we need to be standoffish. We need to be, words hurt. Words hurt if you value the person they come from. That's one of those things about me in general, is I've had people try and say, oh, well, you know, they're going to come for you. They're going to say this, they're going to say that. And I, I don't give a shit. I'm, I am not so weak in my personal identity that I care what people have to say about me. I don't live my life based on other people's opinions of me. It's it's not in my fiber. It's not in my character. And I have had I've actually had people try and rip me a new one, try and tell me how what a worthless piece of shit I am. And my general response to that has always been something to the effect of, well, you know, if I actually respected you that might hurt, but and I leave it at that. And as often as not, they actually have to stop and think about it. And and honestly, it is astounding to me how many people don't seem to grasp the concept of their opinion is not the be-all, end-all. Not everybody gives a shit what they think. The dawning, well, in the rare occasions where someone has the nerve to say something to my face, not that I'm particularly intimidated or anything, it's just that by and wide, people these days are fucking cowards. And... They've gotten real used to the concept of they can talk a lot of shit from behind a keyboard because nobody's there to punch them in the face from mouthing off. That is a real problem these days. A lot of people have forgotten what it's like to get smacked in the fucking mouth for talking shit. And you see it happening time and time again. A lot of this shit that's going viral, a lot of shit that's on the news for a 30-second blurb before they get back to whatever it is they're trying to fan the flames on, is a prime example of somebody who never got their ass kicked when they were a kid for mouthing off because they developed this attitude of, I can do whatever I want and you can't touch me. And I see it in all these little social media viral 30-second blurbs, one-minute blurbs, whatever, where it's some arrogant little shit who's never gotten smacked in the mouth for talking shit that thinks they are allowed to say or do whatever they want, And they have no concept of consequences. They have no idea what it's like when the reality comes along and smacks you in the fucking face. And you can see it in the way they react to any sort of criticism or pushback or when the consequences for their arrogance comes back and slaps them. It's really, it's it's a very real thing. It's a very real problem. It's one of the major issues I have with our society these days is this ridiculous sense of entitlement that people are walking around with. You, uh, I believe in freedom. I believe in personal rights. I believe in personal responsibility because the two go hand in hand. You can't have freedom and you can't have rights if you're not willing to accept the responsibilities that go along with them. So, yes, you can say whatever you want about somebody. You can call somebody whatever you want, but you must be prepared for the consequences of that statement. As soon as those consequences land... It's not that you're being attacked. It's you are reaping what you sowed. You are drawing the consequences of your statements. You can't talk shit about somebody else and then when they fire back at you, claim you're the victim. You're the producteur. You're the cause. You're the source. You are the fucking problem. And that'll be enough venting about this for the moment. We're going to pause for our inserted commercial break here, and we will come back and pick up with part two of the episode. Hey, Squiddies, it's your host, Dre, from the Tattoo Squid Podcast, here to take you on a deep dive and have my eight arms and two tentacles reach out to all different discussions, whether it be interviews with other podcasts and talk about horror, Halloween, heavy metal, camping, comic books, board games, Funko Pops. <sighs> so enjoy the ride to the bottom of the sea and also the depths of my mind. Plus, you can also follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and whenever you find podcasts that are available. All right, so thanks for listening to that. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is, I hate the fact that this is even still something we're talking about, but with the new variant of the Rona that has been identified which, by all accounts, is basically a cold. But we are now conditioned, and it is being told to us, that every kind of sickness now is something we need to be terrified about, and more control needs to be given up, more jabs need to be handed out. For whatever fucking reason, we've still got Fauci out there. Despite the fact that literally everything he has said to date has been wrong... Trying to act like this little son of a bitch has a demagogue complex so badly. And he has literally said that attacking him is attacking science. No, science encourages questioning. Science is curiosity. Science is not you owe me unwavering, unquestioning faith. That's a religion. That's not a fucking science. Unfortunately, due to the circumstances at hand and the way people have condi- been conditioned. And honestly, I think part of it is ego. There are so many people that are so invested in they jumped on board and now they have to stick with their side. They have to co-sign whatever this little weasley fuck says. They have to go against all the evidence that they can see with their own eyes. And I'm not saying, I'm not one of those people that's out there denying the, that the coronavirus happened. I'm not denying that it exists. It's, I'm not saying it's not still out there. It's not still floating around. But it's not nearly as horrible and life-altering as all the shit they have done in the name of supposedly trying to contain it is. It's not nearly as damaging long-term to our society as all the control we have handed over. And now the powers that be are threatening more lockdowns, more mandates, despite the fact that the mandates have been struck down as unconstitutional and OSHA has been told they're way overstepping their responsibilities as an entity. And there's been a lot of pushback against it because people are getting sick of this shit. But just if you want to go just by the numbers, there's just under 8 billion people on this planet, 7.9-something, I think, was the last planetary census. The entire planet statistically has had... 260 million confirmed cases of COVID, give or take. I mean, obviously these the numbers are always changing, but this is the most recent information I looked at. Out of those 260 million people, there have been just over 5 million deaths. Now, that's not, that's not a good thing, and that's assuming you believe the reported numbers. I still am leery to put a whole lot of faith in the reported numbers, just due to a lot of people reporting that You know, people that died from stuff that had nothing to do with COVID were reported as COVID deaths. But anyway, even if you're going by the accepted publicly available numbers, the mortality rate for this virus is just under 2%. We have gone along with taking experimental vaccinations, having our livelihoods taken away from us, having our lives shut down. There are people literally being put into illness camps in some parts of the world at this point over something that has a mortality rate of less than 2%. And if you say that, you're all of a sudden a conspiracy theorist or a nut or uh, there's all kinds of horrible. This is not like opinion type thing. This is a fact. These are the numbers as reported by the officials that You know, track this information and none of those statistics account for, you know, cofactors, any of the comorbidity issues like how many of those five million people that died were in shitty parts of the world where they did not have access to basic medical care. How many of them were in poor health prior to catching covid? How many of them were morbidly obese? How many of them were horribly malnourished? How many of them were, were knocking at death's door before they got sick? I'm not trying to say COVID isn't a bad thing. I'm not trying to say it doesn't exist. I'm not trying to say any of that shit. What I'm trying to say is the reaction has been way overreaching, way overblown. And it's led to all these like social media medical experts all of a sudden out here. And I'm not unaware of the f- irony of me saying these things. But I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm not saying, oh, well, do your own research. I did my research. 99% of the assholes who are saying, do your own research, I did my research. And I don't care what side of the coin you fall on. I don't care if you think lockdowns and mandates and vaccines are the way to go and everything's going to be hunky-dory. In case you haven't noticed, the world's falling apart around you. And the problem is when you keep doing the same shit that created the scenario, expecting it to change, you can't blame the people that aren't going along with it for why it's not working. It's... it it really does go back to that whole your neighbor needs to put a coat on because you're getting cold horse shit. I mean, it's oversimplified. It's it's a meme-level way of looking at things, but it's not inaccurate. There is, you know, mounting evidence that all this shit that has been done is not working. That doesn't mean you do it harder and hope it works better. When something doesn't work, you have to realize it doesn't work, cut your losses, and look for something else. Or just get on with your fucking life. Oh, look at the new variant. Admittedly, the people who discovered it in the country where it was first predominant said it's nothing but a cold, basically. Oh, no, no, that's more important. Everybody be scared. Oh, look, here's this angry little fucking troll who's going to tell you you need to get another booster and probably another one after that. And you should be wearing four masks now because two isn't enough to cut it. And then again, looking at all this social media stuff and trying to look at it through a lens and a filter. But... It's just, it seems to be like that's what's getting picked up. That's what's getting amplified. And there are numerous accounts of all these social media platforms that we are all more addicted to than we should be. We, way too many of us are way too concerned with what other people think of us, and we're too worried about getting that next like, that next thumbs up, that next heart to you know really consider the implications that are going on there. And these platforms... Some of them have come right out and said it. The, the, you know, quote unquote whistleblower said Facebook isn't censoring enough and platforms like TikTok and Twitter that are actively censoring accounts for for reported violations, sometimes which are complete and utter bullshit that are just being reported by the trolls of the internet who are really brave behind a fucking keyboard, but are probably the same cowards that wouldn't say, you know, boo out loud. They might mumble it under their breath. But if you, you want to question an agenda, all you have to do is look at what they let slide and what they don't censor and what they do. I mean, I know way too many people that spend a lot of time in Facebook jail these days because they said something that goes against the narrative. Facebook wants to endorse and that's Facebook's right. It is a, it is a company. It is a platform. They are not beholden to provide you a platform for free speech. It The First Amendment technically does not apply to it. It is a private entity. So the thing is, if you don't agree with that and you don't like it, don't use it. Go, go elsewhere. Go find another social media, media platform. Make your own social media platform. Stop worrying about fucking social media. How about that one? And the same goes for all the um, twit, titter Twitter. Twick Tock, all this shit, The, the companies that are run are being run by people. They're people and they have their own beliefs. They have their own agendas and that's what they push. That's the policies they run those companies by. If they don't agree with something, they're going to silence it. If they don't agree with your stance on, say, you think you should be able to feed pedophiles into a chipper shredder. And they don't like that. They think pedophiles are just misunderstood. Pedophiles need need support and caring and acceptance. So they're going to ban you for saying you put a pedophile into a chipper shredder, even if you're saying it facetiously or ironically or however you want to coach it where you're saying, look, obviously I did not feed some ch- pedophile into a chipper shredder, even though a pedophile belongs in a chipper shredder. And yes, I've said pedophiles and chipper shredders a whole lot in this episode. When these platforms push their narrative, and they decide what information they do and do not want present on their platforms. You have to look at it with a bit of a weathered eye. There are way too many people that are going into these echo chambers of, this is what I believe, and if you don't believe that I believe it, I'm going to cite all these sources that completely agree with what I'm saying because that is all I hear, that is, and that's all that's allowed to be heard. So they automatically assume it must be right. If the most people are saying that's what happens, that must be right. And it's a very dangerous mentality to get into of just automatically assuming because you have the popular support that you're automatically right. And that's where you get all these. Like I said, I keep coming back to the whole the social media medical experts where, you know, I I saw a tweet that referenced an article that was from a source I trust because it echoes my beliefs. It's There's not a lot of objectivity left anymore. There's not a lot of people that actually look at things analytically or scientifically. And the ones who do, by and wide, when an analytical or scientific approach to something doesn't agree with what the masses believe, are either shouted down, censored, or silenced. And it's, it's setting a really dangerous precedent. And without going into too much conspiracy manipulation uh, talk because like I said I do I do believe it's being done deliberately and it's being done to push a narrative to achieve a required result and it's it's just something I really think people need to think about it just because you hear a, the loudest voice doesn't necessarily make it the truest voice it's just you know something to think about and for now that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon